would it have been? His feet? Cow or feet? pig's feet? <laughs> Little piggy feet? Feet! Feet! <laughs> <laughs> Summer Maniacs. Welcome to the last episode of season 24 of Midsummer Murders. That's fucked. <laughs> no, it's four. Okay. Uh, it's episode four. Okay. A Climate of Death. And this is Mystery Maniacs. Mystery Maniacs is a comedy recap podcast dedicated to mystery TV. Each week we dig up an episode of the show, including... The Murders, The Mayhem, and The Loonies, and everything else we love. This week, Midsummer Murders, Episode <laughs> 4 of Season 24, A Climate of Death. <laughs> this is the 140th Midsummer episode. That's awesome. It is. This is the full episode of the podcast for the show. If you haven't watched it yet, go back, listen to our mini it's spoiler free. Then watch the episode. Then listen to this because we're going to ruin it. We're going to tell you who the killer is. Also, if you let your children listen into your live streams from your she shed and they mistake words for swear words, this is probably not the podcast for them. Because they got dirty minds? I guess. I think it's more like if you overhear your kids talking in the next room and you could swear that they were swearing... <laughs> They can probably listen yes. to this. Yes. Because Climate of Death is maybe the most controversial episode of Midsummer Murders ever. In a long time. Because that's for it sure. might have an F bomb in it or not. Maybe. Maybe. Or not. Speaking of wonderful, this was originally aired on Christmas Day. Aw, uh, it's the least Christmas fee episode ever. Yes, definitely. Directed by Leon Lopez and written by Maria Ward. Now, in the mini, we talked about ways to watch this episode like a maniac. Yep. And when we encounter one of those questions that we asked and we have the answer, we'll point it out. Yes. In case you were stumped by any of my crazy questions. This is a great cold opening. It starts with something we never go back to mm. and ends with a dead body. Yep. That's what we that's why we come to Midsummer. We're in Goodman's land. The greenest village in Midsummer with the lowest carbon footprint in England. For the third year in a row. Yes. And the most tyrannical fascist village council one person ever. Did I ever tell you about the weather vanes we used to have on top of the barns? Where I grew up, they were actually lightning rods. That makes sense. But they were beautiful. They're these tall black um, spikes with glass bulbs in them. Cool. That were super cool. Did they catch lightning? I don't know, but Terry climbed up on top of the barn and took one. Your brother? Yeah. Because he's into glass bulbs. He is into glass bulbs. <laughs> That's a treacherous thing to do. Climb that high anyway, and then to try to carry something down that's glass. That would have been 45 feet in the air. All weather vanes do is show you the direction of the wind, right? That's what a weather vane that's does. That's all they do. And how, They're really wind vanes. How on earth does Can not know? Well, if it's wet, it's raining. Mm. So it is a weather vane. <laughs> I guess. How does Ken not hear this guy climbing up? the the side of the shed plus let's let's be honest because she's a dainty girl well she's not dainty but she's very girly girly mm, she's short harper yeah the killer yeah she's petite she is but still those... i just don't understand why she goes for that instead of something much more convenient to kill danny with i don't know either but i tell you what the biggest mystery is in this cold opening danny who has a foot fetish Fine. Can't pass the spe very specific shoe recycling bin without looking in it, apparently. In the public. In the daylight. Yep. And retrieves a pair of the grossest slippers I oh, have ever seen. Oh, my God. Madonna had those slippers. Madonna, not the singer. Madonna, my mother. Those are old, manky... Lady slippers. If they are even lady slippers, I don't. They're not particularly feminine. And we're not going to yuck your yum, you know. If you're if you're into feet, fine. God love you. But 
but I don't think those manky nasty house slippers are up anybody's alley. I don't think the episode treats foot fetishes all that nicely. Yeah, it's kind of a punchline, isn't it? Yeah. We'll get there. So Danny's dead. The end. <laughs> no. There are a number of bins, and I tried to figure out what was on and in each bin, but I failed miserably. But I did see the motto on the milk truck. Did you see what the motto was? I didn't the- bother because I knew you would. It's very weird because there is clearly milk in the milk truck. Mm-hmm. It is a little electric milk truck. It's called a float. I would actually love to have one of those little electric trucks. I could bomb off to work perfectly Mm -hmm. in one of those little electric trucks. It says, delivering fresh eggs with a low carbon footprint. (laughs) But full of milk. (laughs) There are different kind of eggs in Goodman's Land. They come in a bottle and they look like milk. (laughs) I guess. I also tried to make out what the 11 recycling bins are for. There are plastic. Yeah. Glass, paper, metal, clothing, shoes. Okay. Compostable food waste. Wow. One that just has generic recycling arrows on it. Maybe that's for dead bodies. It is midsummer. (laughs) There should be one with Danny's face on it, and they should put his body in the bin. That would be awesome in midsummery. They they missed it. The one I could not figure out is one with a snowflake on it. Well, that's where you put snow. That's where you recycle ice? Yes. (laughs) Oh. Mystery solved. (laughs) And the label is green, but it has a snowflake on it. I looked and looked and looked and looked and looked online. I could not find a recycling bin with a snowflake on it. Well, in addition to those signs, we also see the Goodman Lands Chili Festival. (laughs) Now, this is not a chili eating festival as it's the not a chili soup stew eating stew that is chili right which is chili con carne or chili regular yeah right this is chili peppers this is chili pepper eating contest and there is a bonanza cash prize there is how much do you think the bonanza cash prize 25 pounds 25 pounds <laughs> that's what i'm going for yeah i think based it's on the number very little and that's on Saturday, the 5th of August from 1130 to 3. I think the uh, anticipation for the festival is a little bit greater than the actual festival. I, I have a question about the festival. What? There's a line on the poster. I don't know if you saw it, but it says, see how far you can get up the scorch board. <laughs> Where is burnt bagels on the scorch board? <laughs> There are some really dumb names for hot sauce, but hotter than a burnt bagel takes the cake. Burnt bagels are not that hot. I mean, if you get it right out of the toaster, maybe, maybe? It's, it's it's hot. But that's not the kind of but hot. But it's temperature that, hot. Yeah. It's not Scoville hot. It's not capsaicin hot. Liam is Danny's dad, okay? Danny is going for a run yep. in his headphones that are not Beats headphones because they got stickers on them to cover that up. To cover the Beats up. But they're clearly beats headphones. Or knockoffs. He gets killed. Meanwhile, at home, Liam, his dad. Yes. The former reigning champion of the Chili Festival. Yeah, who just does not care about it at all anymore. Is reading documents that are supposedly medieval Latin documents that are not even part of a page. No. Of a document. You know why their farm failed? Because he can't read? Because <laughs> he's doing all this document work and his son's out playing with shoes. And nobody's no taking care the of the dairy cows. <laughs> it's The documents are like maybe folded up. They're like supposed to be folio size and you'd fold them down to read them. But they clearly but go off the edge of the page. But it is a f- full width sentence. Yeah. And instead it is wrapped around, but he's looking at it like he can read it. And as near as I can tell, it's basically the same line of text repeated over and over again. Yes. That I couldn't even make out because yeah. I don't think it's real Latin. No. If somebody else made it out, let us know what you think it says. That'll get you special maniac points because I tried and I couldn't do it. Later, we see even more partial pages. Yes. Harlan has some that are yeah. clearly just cut off at the edge just, in the middle of the line. <laughs> and the text is so big, like 
was it all for blind people back then? I don't, I've never seen an illuminated manuscript with text that's in like 35 point type. It's Latin. I'm not giving anybody on the production crew points for those documents. No. They are distractions. Or the graveside. <laughs> They've been arguing over which family owns this village for how long? And Liam just now decides to take a rubbing of the gravestone that might reveal the name it's, of the family. It's Hargill. No, it's... Harlan. Harlan. No, it's Happy Days. No, it's the Harpers. It's no, Humbaya. It's, it's Hakuna Matata. <laughs> Brian's got special washing up liquid. Yes, it's pomegranate. It's bamboo bulk is what it is. Bamboo bulk. <laughs> I don't know why that tickles me so much. A brand that they obviously created. Bamboo bulk, as a word, if you see it, is not that funny. But as soon as you say it. Bamboo. Ulk. It just. Bamboo. It's just funny. Ulk. Is boob. Boob ulk. Boob Should we have put a language warning on the beginning of this episode no. for you? No. Are you going to say boob a lot? What goes on at the eco park? Nothing as far as I can tell. That map. Oh, we'll get to the map. Oh, the, the map for the for the motorcycle yes, track? This is the worst map in the universe. It's a road, a road, and some words. And we get to see hotter than a burnt bagel here. So Dixie, so Brian and Dixie Havergill and their daughter Harper yep. live in the pub and run the pub, right? Now, well, I don't think Harper helps at all. Julie, but Julie Graham is Dixie. Yeah. And Nathaniel Parker is... Nathaniel Parker, otherwise known as Lindley. Yes. And he's in the Three Pines, too. Yes. He's Gamash. He's Gamash. And, and Julie Graham, Bar who was also in the Sicilian Defense prior episode of Midsummer, and is in the Queens of Mystery and lots of other things. And I, I got it. Like, I love Julie Graham. She's a good Instagram follow. If you want to follow a celebrity, she's a fun lady. She definitely does crazy stuff. But I think they did her dirty in this episode. You don't think she's ended enough? I think she had two days and she said, I can do this in two days. And that's all I got. Well, she did it then. Yeah. Because I think she's fine. The last 15 minutes where her child is being accused of murder. She's not there. She's not there. <laughs> but she's great. Yeah. What she's in. She is. Oh, I love her. She's in the chess piece face episode. That's the Sicilian defense. Yeah. yeah. So she's drinking this hot sauce all the time. The hotter than a burnt bagel hot sauce. And I'm like, what? She's she's building up her tolerance for the, the contest. I guess. But what? So I looked it up. Yep. Guess what? What? You can build up your tolerance to capsaicin by exposing yourself to capsaicin. Well, luckily, Arlo spent all of his life savings to get as much capsaicin as he said. Aldo? Yeah. Let's talk about him when we get to him. Okay. Because that, you got some good info there that blew my mind. <laughs> can we just not talk about the green stuff? The, no. the, the health kick drinks? Oh. It just yeah. makes me no. angry. No. We just it, skip it? it? Can we skip they it? They don't know what to do with Sarah in this episode. It's stupid. Yep. Okay. And done as the smoothie meister, because I'm a smoothie meister now. I got oh, my yeah. Own, I got my own little cult and everything. You make awesome smoothies I know. that I want to drink in the morning. Yeah, that's a that's a poor smoothie. You've never made one green smoothie. No. Not one. No. You make tasty smoothies. I do my best. As is in every village in Midsummer, there is an obsession about one thing here in Goodman's Land. It's the environment. So we have to have dueling environmentalists. So the... Lana and Ken. Yes. They're going to like dual barometers at dawn or something. She's and like no, really territorial. Yeah, she is. And Harper used to be that way. Yeah, she used to be an eco-warrior too. once she managed her first kill, she became... That's when she had brown hair, Mark. Okay. Now she's a blonde, okay. so she's evil. Well... I thought it was interesting. She didn't used to wear any lipstick. Yes. So nice ladies don't wear lipstick. Somebody is taking Whatever. pictures of her getting into the Land Rover. The Land Rover. After she rides her super scooter over there. Yes. <laughs> In her trench coat so nobody recognizes her. Whatever. You got hot pink shoes on, lady. <laughs> And, and platinum blonde hair under your pink helmet. Everybody knows it's you. <laughs> this is a Land Rover Defender. Mm -hmm. 
What was one of the selling points of the Land Rover Defender? It chugged lots of gas. No, it's gas economy. Oh, well, but in, within what so scale? It, it gets 27.7 miles per gallon. That's not bad for a car that big. Considering our car is a hybrid and it gets 36 miles per gallon on the highway? Yeah. That's not bad at all. No, it's not. To make, it's rusty. But, not our car. But the fact is... <laughs> the Land Rover. Yes, our car is not rusty. <laughs> the Land Rover. I was like, do you need to tell me something? No. Have you, have you damaged my two-year-old car? No, the fact that that car is probably, I think it's a 78. That's impressive. And is so, it a diesel? It may even be a diesel. So it is... Not in a landfill and not polluting all that much compared to cars of that time. Yeah. The the funniest thing is. And that's probably why it's around. If you have to drive a vehicle, drive one of these. They should have a bunch of smart cars there. I guess. They should have had little cute smart cars. <laughs> little smart cars. Yep. So then we find out that. Uh, I remember the sound we both made. A Texan's coming to buy the village. Yep. And we're like, oh, great. Here comes a British person pretending to be American. And even worse, they're going to be a Texan. But he's played by Corey Johnson. Who is an American. Who is American and does the accent just fine. He's way over the top, but that's Midsummer. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be smoking mirrors. Call me Betty. He's supposed to be smoking mirrors so people don't pay attention to Ken. But he's Rooster Harlan the Third. To crow out the window is a bit much. You think? Yeah. He introduces himself as Red Rooster Harlan the Third. Who names their kid Rooster? Nobody. No. Ken is staying at Birch Barn. Yes. Which is a nice little rental. It's just a very nice Except one. for all the dead things in it. It's full of dead things. <laughs> Which was another of our Watch Like a Maniac. Yes. It's like whoever owns the Airbnb said, we need to add a little character to this place. Ginny, do you have some extra skulls? Yes, here they are. I have a couple of antlered animals and an alligator skull. Let's put that on the windowsill. Oh, here's a fish for good measure. Why? (laughs) How many dead things can we fit? It is the birch cottage of death. It is. Doom cottage. Speaking of death, Aldo's a butcher. He's been put out of business because he didn't follow Brian's rules. Yes. There there are a couple of... we, We do this in a lot of episodes. Right? They clearly get everything academic about Ken wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay? But they also get everything about Arlo the Butcher wrong. Aldo. Oh, sorry. Aldo the Butcher. I keep wanting to call him Aldi. Aldi. (laughs) (laughs) Like the grocery store. As long as he's not Lupo the Butcher. (laughs) No. Because we know he swears. Yes. No, he's Aldo. Lupo the Butcher, for those of you who don't know, is a Canadian short from the 80s. That is full of swear words. Oh, yes. Which is incredibly hilarious. It's very funny. And gross at the same time. So, No, uh, he's Aldo. Aldo is going out of business, but he has thousands of pounds (laughs) to spend on capsaicin. We'll get to that. (laughs) You keep hinting at it. I think we know now it's expensive. But the biggest (laughs) egregement I found, and I hate going back to the beginning, but the fact is, is that the runner supposedly runs the exact same route every day. Danny. Mm-hmm. And everyone who's ever run more than a week in their entire life said, I'm going to change this route. That's your biggest problem with the episode? No, I just noticed it because we got to the point about academics being wrong. Too. Well, he has to stop and climb over a turnstile during his run. I guess. Unfortunately, Harper's laying over it like some kind of... <laughs> corpse in a sack she's a corpsicle it's a weird post like just hide in that tall grass and jump out (laughs) and it's got to be an unwieldy weapon it's got to be heavy it's like copper or iron or something she is way more strong than she like she's super strong so she kills she kills dougie with a rock dougie with a rock danny with with a a weather vane she she knives liam well she spikes him yeah and then sticks him with something else another spike and then the capsaicin killing yeah but the first two that that takes a month yeah she's also a ninja yeah pink, she climbs up the house pink ninja pink ninja 
climbs up the house because Ken doesn't hear her mm. and like goes into now I now I'm scared to say his name Aldo uh-huh Aldo's house without being noticed at all well he's passed out he's drinking the the midsummer ales the the cans of beer are the Costa ale cans that is the best prop in the episode that's really well done that's, if they don't exist that's really well done they're fantastically well done can we talk about the village for just a second? Okay. Because Dixie and Brian had this conversation about Aldo. Yes. And about the rules. Yes. And I have problems. And they mentioned two other people, right? They mentioned somebody. I think there's there's somebody has left their lights on and somebody has used their hot tub too late. Back up. Yeah. Aldo has been punished because his butcher shop didn't conform to the rules. Yes, right? that's right. So he's been shut down. So not only has he lost his livelihood, he's been banned from the pub quiz. <gasps> Which is scary. But, and but the next his thing. toilet paper ration has been cut. How can you do that? Like he can't go just buy more toilet paper? That's what I'm talking about. They rule this village with an iron fist. It's like there's a wall around it. They control how much toilet paper people have. That's not right. No. And so then Brian talks about the seven o'clock curfew and you think, oh, everybody has to be in by seven o'clock. That doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. All lights have to be turned off by seven o'clock. That doesn't make any sense at all. No, it makes no sense at all. So what are people doing? Sitting in the dark all night? The productivity of this place must be in the dumps. Because you. when do they have the pub quiz? I don't. Two in the before afternoon? Before seven o'clock. Apparently. Everything has to happen before seven. I guess Liam's sitting there with a candle reading his medieval documents. Soaking in somebody's tepid hot tub because they're not allowed to run it. And then they, then they open packages, which is right out. Oh, that is right out. You talk about British postal controversies. Well, so. Dixie is it. So we haven't talked about this yet, I don't think. But the entire country of Britain is very we upset. We brought it up. We yeah. have brought it up over the, the Postal Service controversy with yeah. the postmasters being charged with theft and going to jail and all that. Toby Jones's stuff. new series, Mr. Bates in the, in yeah. the post office, which is fantastic. I can't wait for us to cover it. I understand that in a village like this, they bring the mail to the edge of the village and deliver it in one place. Yeah. I get that. Usually a series of boxes. Yeah. Usually there's mailboxes on the edge of the village and you have to walk there and get your stuff. And if you get a package, it's in a special mailbox. Like my brother doesn't get home delivery. Right. I get it. I understand yeah. that. I understand if they don't have those boxes and so everything gets delivered to the pub and you go there and pick up your mail. Okay. Maybe the boxes are in the pub. You don't get to open them, you Dixie. You do not get to open them, Dixie. That's, they're looking at them like, oh, well, so-and-so's got this and so-and-so received this. It's just awful. No. I would move so no. fast. Yeah. Sorry, it really got in under my skin. It really got on Lou my roll con Lou roll control. That's hard to say. <laughs> Lou roll control. Is right out. TP band. <laughs> Though that might be a good name for the episode. Lou roll control. <laughs> oh, there's going to be lots of good names. Okay, so they go and they talk to Liam and they investigate his son's room. And his awesome leather jacket. On he the has, back of his chair. He has three leather jackets in this room. Did you know he was a motorcycle person? Yes. He wants to ride motorcycles. <laughs> Not solar motorcycles. Gas guzzling environment ruined motorcycles. And after they find his hidden stash of wooden sh of ladies' shoes. If they were wooden shoes, it'd be completely different. I have a Dutch thing. He's for got a Dutch clog, people. a clog fetish. <laughs> What's that knocking sound? <laughs> oh, Danny's got his shoes out again. <laughs> There's so many tulips in his room now. <laughs> Mark can't breathe. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking all the incredibly rude things I can't say about knocking wooden shoes. <laughs> I'm just thinking you open his door expecting to find a typical like mid-20s male bedroom. And instead, it's just a blue and white splendor <laughs> windmill. of windmills and little Dutch girls and tulips and wooden shoes. And leather jackets. And, 
And the world. You can't ride a motorcycle in wooden clogs. You can't. <laughs> you just can't. The world's worst map. Mm -hmm. I stared at that map. First of all, everything that's on the map is put there as little dots. Yes. With no scale. No scale. We have the pub. We have the Echo Park. And then we have the Hobbiton's Hobbit Hole. Mm -hmm. Tobin. Tobits. And it says Tobin's Shack. <laughs> Tobit does live in a shack. He lives in a shack, but is that map worthy? Speaking of... Then, no, well, instead of a it, legend... Wait a minute. So... Tobit's shack is on the map. Yes. Because it has to be destroyed. Yes. Because he lives in the way of the motorcycle track. Which and is this is an episode that mentions foot fetishes, and there's a character whose name is Tobit. Tobit. <laughs> Tobit the Hobbit. <laughs> he does have big, hairy, dirty feet. The track is on the map, but it's nowhere near no. the village. No. And instead of a legend, there's a giant motorcycle picture. What do you need a legend for? The dots represent stuff. Okay. The lines are roads. There you go. The, that's it. That's all that's on it. The thing I hate about this is it looks like it was created by a draft person. Danny created it for okay. his proposal okay. to get funding for the track. This okay. is part of his very polished professional proposal for the motorcycle track. <laughs> Why does it have clog prints all over? <laughs> Why is there a tulip farm as part of the proposal? Windmill? It's just a mini golf course. It's just all windmills. <laughs> but the real social media star of this episode is Aldo. Because he's people are eating up his uh, content. He's angry. Yeah. People like angry. They watch angry. I read every single comment. So three times we see people like streaming and chat going by, right? We see yes. it now. We see it later when Harper is streaming on her yeah. social platform. And then we say, see it in Jenny's fetish shack. Yes. And we looked at these pretty closely, really closely, too closely. Super, super says, super, super, yep, says, hi. Oh, juice 2021 <laughs> says, please message me back. Flow to as rainbows, JJ Rainbow as hearts. Coolex 762 says bye. Bye. With a whole bunch of X's. That's Tom. That's Tom Barnaby. Oh, it is? Yeah, because he says bye. Julia Jens <laughs> says hello. XO, XO, XO. Lola 11111 says wow, 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 wow. These are the worst chatters ever. They they are just It's just vapid commentary here. Yeah, it's just horrendous. But you know, somebody had to sit down and come up with the usernames for those people. Yeah. <laughs> what are they going to be? So And they're going to be so glad that somebody paid attention. Oh, yes. You and I paid attention. Yeah, Sophie Freaks made all of these. Yes. So no, I they're in that so field because they want a helicopter to show up because supposedly Rooster only arrives in helicopters. Yeah. I have a problem with how he arrives, but I was like, oh, the second Midsummer helicopter possibility. No. I just wondered if the helicopter was going to look like a rooster. That would be awesome. You know those chicken cars? There's a chicken car in Indy. But it'd be a chicken helicopter. It would be a chicken helicopter. <laughs> now I need to do a search for chicken helicopter. <laughs> No, Danny shows up, uh, Har sorry, Harlan shows up on a bicycle, okay. having pedaled all the way from Texas. Now, he says he has jet lag. Did he bike all the way from, from like, Gatwick? No. That's, a, that's an inside joke for you English nerds. No. I'm sure his private jet landed somewhere closer. Okay. Well, I'm sure Ken's private jet landed somewhere closer. Okay. And then he cycled into the village. And he finds the worst taxidermist ever. Jenny. Is now, a horrible taxidermist. I thought it was kind of stupid that Ginny passes out here. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, right? Mm -hmm. But then I realized what sign she was putting up. <laughs> the go-home rooster? Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of expected that she's a little surprised. I don't him. think she cares what he thinks at all. What I don't understand is why... He catches her in his arms. She doesn't really hit anything. The most she might have done is twisted an ankle coming off the stepladder. And yet when she's sitting in the pub, she's got an ice pack on her head. Yes. Why? I don't know. 
Maybe if she didn't wear heels with her overalls, she wouldn't fall off the ladder. Well, you know why she's wearing heels. (laughs) (laughs) She goes into the pub. The soup of the day is cauliflower and Stilton. Which sounds good. They also have uh, three new, well, three bar. uh, Three taps. Three taps. God's Earth. God's Earth, which is a new cost in ale. And a constant joke throughout the whole episode. Yep. Nordic no, spice. Which we know Danny drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and Costin Ale. What do you think Nordic spice tastes like? I don't know, but I, I, I did think about that. Liar! It's got to... Wait a minute. Wow, she comes out of nowhere and is just screaming at him. Harper is being the quintessential obnoxious child. Oh my gosh. I think it would smell... It tastes like... Juniper and seal skins. <laughs> and clogs. No. Holland is not Nordic. Okay? No. It's not. No. We're talking Scandinavian beer here. It's got to be juniper and seal skins. <laughs> People say we're jilted about watching Midsummer, but I'd like you to know I spent a good many minutes copying down everything that was on the chalkboard for the mixed drink section. Because <laughs> you're a nerd. <laughs> What's a London cup? I think it's like a, um, a mule. Oh, okay. They have Long Island iced tea, too. The the Texan doesn't order that, though. He's getting God's earth. Yeah, Harper's like, liar! And then Brian gets the envelope. Hypocrisy lives! <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody ever thought it was dead. There's no. hypocrisy everywhere. No. Evidence all the time. No. You didn't need to tell us that, Tobit. <laughs> We find out that uh, Winter has a mouth of cold. He can eat the chilies, no problem. There's a... But Barnaby... (laughs) There's an unsubstantiated by science claim that people with higher testosterone levels have higher resilience to capsaicin. Well, that's a bunch of bull. So they're saying that Winter is manlier than Barnaby. I guess. He's a manly man. He should have to wear his comic book costume when he's eating chilies. Yes. The hawk, the eagle. What is it? The eagle. No, it's it's eagle man. Eagle man. I can't remember. I get it confused with... Troy's comic. Golden Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole reason why Harlan is actually there is because he thinks his family actually owns Goodman's land. Yes. And his ancestors own it. And his younger brother, Dougie, is missing and went missing in Goodman's land. Yes. He is not what he says he is. No. He's not a billionaire Texan, nor is Ken actually a PhD student from Tokyo. I have a question about Ken. Mm Mm-hmm. And this led me to other questions. So on the murder board, they have a picture of Liam from last year's winner of the chili competition. Mm-hmm. That's a reasonable reason to have Liam as a picture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a kind of uh, head and shoulder shot of the pub owners. Yep. That could come from their website, totally. Right. Totally understand that. Harlan has a, I think he has a, his bike helmet on in one of them. So, so they've taken that. They photo. took it right mm-hmm. then and there. But Ken's, he's driving a car. A convertible. A convertible. And then it led me to the question of, how do you ask that? Can we have a picture for our murder board, please? <laughs> no, you just stalk them online. You stalk the suspects online and find a picture of them. Or if they're actors playing parts, you grab one of their headshots. Oh, okay. That's how you do it. Or, as in last episode or a couple episodes ago, you take a topless photo of a man and put it on your murder board. I guess. I'm not a fan of social media. Okay. I don't get the whole Harper Ken date, no date thing. I don't care about it at all. The second time it happens, I'm completely obsessed with something else, and we'll get to it when we get there. But but yeah, it it seems weird. That she is both hot to trot and then not interested in him the least. Well, he's not cool. Yes. Dixie tells Aldo that he doesn't have a cat's chance in hell of winning the chili what contest. What does that mean? I think cats would probably do okay in hell, yeah. really. I mean, they're kind of chaotic neutral at best, you know? <laughs> An ice cube snowball, something like that, chance in hell, pretty bad. 
snowman's chance. And then I've heard all of those. Weird talk about the clock, and he's all hat, no cattle. That just means you're fake. Yeah, you're fake. Dead rat. So, okay. <laughs> Let's Barnab- go ask Ginny. Dead animal? Gotta be Ginny. Barnaby and Winter are in the back of the pub. Mm-hmm. And Dixie comes out with the dead rat. And they look at it, and it's weird. And then they come into the pub and know exactly what has happened. <laughs> There's some lines cut there. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because they're in the back because the way of the second live appointment which also has all the same people in it. Mm-hmm. And the, the same fans of same anyone in Goodman's fan. Land. They're all the same. Treats the peop- are you. I love you. Big fan. The people- I love your page. Big fan. I love your page. What is that? No millennial has said that ever in their entire lives. I just don't know how much overlap there is between Gen Z eco warriors and middle-aged woman foot fetishists. <laughs> But the same people comment on both. (laughs) It's nice to know that this is the point where the writer said, oh, wait, we need an inciting incident. Well, and Harper has to be more obnoxious. She's already yelled liar. Yeah. She already drove the Land Rover, but now she has to say she was in a situationship. Yes. Which makes you want to kind of slap her. And that Danny was talking about cutting, uh, uh, digging up uh, Tobit's. Tippy Toes Shack. Tippy Toes Shack. <laughs> you know that all the moments in a mystery show where somebody turns around and goes, oh, it's you. Or what are you doing here? And they promptly die. Yeah. A text that says, meet me at the church is about the same that's, thing. That's a bad. You don't do it. No. You don't go. And Aldo. <sighs> is juicing some chilies. Now's your chance. Tell us about your grand discovery about the juice. So I went online to see if I could buy some capsation, right? Because he's purchased some, a great big bottle, and it's come in the mail. Dixie opened the box because she's nosy and breaks the law. And we see just how much capsaicin he's purchased. How much do you think is in that bottle? It looks like about a liter. A liter. Yeah. Okay. So 500 grams of this stuff. Which is what? A tablespoon? A cup? I don't know what that is. No, it's half a liter. Okay. Is $692.38. So this is around- Do they have to squeeze individual peppers to get it out? I don't know. Do they have to milk them or something? This is around 1,000 pounds. And it's general industrial or research purposes only. Typically not suited for human consumption or therapeutic use. Therapeutic use? Yeah, they put capsaicin in, in muscle rubs. Oh, yeah. That, it I provides the that. heat and yeah. icy hot and I some things that, like that. So. Yeah, uh, Tiger Balm has capsaicin. Not in for it. human consumption. Don't eat it. <laughs> Where does he get that big old syringe, too? Well, he is, he is a butcher. What? <laughs> How many syringes do butchers use? I don't know. How, what are they doing? I don't, I don't want to know. So <laughs> he's going to, he's going to inject peppers and then slip them in for somebody to eat during the competition because he's not allowed to compete. Yeah. Who's he getting revenge on? And I'm so glad that Dixie is just like, no, like she shouldn't have looked in his mail, but I think even if she didn't look in his mail and he showed up going, these are the peppers to use. She would have went, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Also, if she's controlling the peppers and she's trying to win the competition. And it's held at her pub. Yeah. It's a little rigged. It's a little sus. Never mind, all those basket has seen better days. Yeah. Did you see how frayed and chewed up wow. it is? It's a nasty basket. It's like the kind of basket you would get bread in at a restaurant, but it's been like stepped on or something. Now, I've said some horrible things about how this show and all the shows we watch in particular, are horrible about academia. But economic expansion of cobalt in Uzbekistan is the most actual, like, dissertation name I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. That's what dissertations are like. And they do actually mine for cobalt in Uzbekistan. So I looked that up. That's good. Because I'm a nerd. Put a big L on my forehead. But any kind of, like... Oh, but I'm running a pilot study in Goodman's land before I go to Uzbekistan. No, no, no. no. They have nothing in common. So, Jenny heads to the shed of disrepute. (laughs) And Winter is on the case. 
<laughs> Never mind Tobit, who is the most useless character on the entire show. He doesn't need to be there except for he has to have a house that gets torn down. No, he's an information provider. Yeah, that's true. Right? He's yeah. one of those, like Lana is, talk to me and I'll tell you more than you've asked me yeah. because I know stuff that it would be difficult for you to figure out. Okay, speaking of difficult to figure out... Winter is creeping up to the shed. He's hearing weird sounds. And it's not wooden shoes clacking together. It's not wooden shoes. And we hear what sounds like very, very... No, really, really, isn't it? Really, really (laughs) F-word. Now, now... The Ginny is talking to her viewers, right? Who she makes money from because they tip her, yeah. virtually tip her, right? Yes. They give her money. Yep. And when she does what they ask her to, like taking her shoe off or whatever, theoretically, they're going to tip her more, right? Yes. So she's talking back to the screen. And she's being like pouty sexual. Yes. yes. Trying to induce more tips. Yes. When she says this very controversial thing, she's like so not, controversial, it was the first thing we heard about this episode. Yeah, that there's an f bomb in this episode. Yeah. She is not on screen, so no. we have no opportunity no. to read her lips. No, apparently, a lot of people get your bleeper ready. Think she says really, really. F- yes. Okay. I think, and we'll tell you what we've done to try to figure this out. <laughs> oh, listeners, we've done a lot. I think she says really, really hurt. 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 I think she's being pouty. Being pouty. And saying, if you don't give me a tip, I'm going to be really, really hurt. Okay. She could also say really, really hot in that vein. I think it's hurt. Okay. Well, I recorded the audio. Yes. (laughs) Mark does all of our audio editing for the podcast, plus he, you know, engineers music and has quite a bit of experience with this. I digitized the audio. I normalized the audio. I then removed the sound in the background of the audio. You visualized the yeah. audio. Yes, <laughs> and it sounds like this now. Really, really sucked. And to me, it's clearly an F at the beginning. So much so that you recorded yourself saying the F word and compared the visualizations to see if the F. Yes, it's clearly which a is. A uh, bilabial fricative. Yes. If you've ever taken linguistics class, which I had to. You have teeth on your lips. We also had the children listen to this. With their and, backs turned without telling them what we thought she was saying. Yeah. They were split. Yep. Everybody is split. I think that split is intentional and it is fat. Fit. I think you're giving them too much credit. I think it would be really difficult to deliver a line like that ambiguously. Well, I'm I'm gonna call out the the actress, and if she, if Helen Letterer ever wants to come on the episode, we will gladly. Or ask. just send us a, a tweet or a Facebook message or yep. Instagram message, or whatever, email, whatever. Yeah. What does it say? Tell us what it says. Yeah. But I'm telling you, what you hear is a f- is a h- it's a hit. So this is what we would like you. <laughs> This is what we we want you to do. Feet! (laughs) That's the best part. So you watch the scene for the first time and you're like, whoa, did she just say what I think she says? And then you see on screen where the chat's going by. Yeah. Some guy called Oliver Watts just go feet <laughs> with exclamation points. Like, All caps. Like, feet. What did you think you were watching? It's like he's saying dance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bamboob. Oh, one of our watch like a maniacs was who wants to marry Ginny, the awful taxidermist. Just know me, ninety nine. Just know me, nine 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 is the one who yep. says, "Will you marry You're me?" You're incredible, marry me. And then Oliver Watts says, Feet! <laughs> <laughs> You're still reeling from what did she just say? And then you're like, "U f u u u u u f c says, I really <laughs> like what you offer." That person's very serious. <laughs> I would like a refund. I would like a refund. Maybe she's saying really, really feet. Feet. <laughs> feet. So what we want you to do is tell us 
what you think she's saying there. We've biased you by telling you what we think. The best part would be if you could record and send us your your reenactment of what you hear. Of what you hear. Just an audio little file. You can just use the memo app on your phone and email it to us or whatever. But I I would love to know what other people hear. It's like that Yanni Laurel audio whatever you've been told it says that's what you hear at least initially or the dress is it black and silver or blue and gold or whatever so we've already biased you a little bit but we would love to know what you think so she says they talked to her everybody in the village had to try new things find out that she used to run the garage she used to uh, repair cars right now everybody's got a scooter yeah she's out of work so she's tried her hand at really bad taxidermy. And she's making bucks. She's making bucks with her feet. And Danny then, in the most self-abusive way, is suing her so that her foot fetish stuff doesn't come out. Why doesn't she He's turn around? blackmailing her. Yeah. Hey, hypocrisy lives. Oh, oh sorry. That's right. Hypocrisy <laughs> lives here. That's right. I forgot about that. Apparently, Danny a, was keeping it. I have it a note that nice says, and healthy. I'm glad Aldo didn't go this route. <laughs> <laughs> what feet would it have been? His feet? Cow or feet? pig's feet? <laughs> Little piggy feet? Feet! Feet! <laughs> Tobit, I need your camera. Do you have pictures on here from three years ago? You yes. You do? I need to blow them up. I never clear the memory card. Never. It's not eco-friendly to clear the memory card. Okay. Ken's coffee is mesquite flavored, and that just makes me kind of go... Yeah. It's like if they said it was Nordic flavored. (laughs) Mmm, blubber. (laughs) And then we come to the chili eating contest. And the giant gross... Ice cream cone. It what? looks like a bloody brain in it's a cone. A bloody brain. It was one of our watch like a maniacs. I don't know why it's there. It's a pub. Why is there a bloody ice cream cone there? I don't. Or know. brain on a stick or whatever it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be an ice cream cone. It's really ugly. Aldo's death is spectacular. <laughs> he does die good. He does a great job. We don't usually give prez- pri- prizes out for dying. But he does, it, it's an all-timer right yeah, there. Yeah, it's good. Never mind the fact that even touching that thing would make you ill. But it's injected. So it's all on the inside and nobody will ever notice. I have okay. this feeling, it was a tiny chili. Like if he squeezed it, capsaicin would have shot out the hole that he used to inject it. <laughs> like a little tiny water gun, but deadly. So there's a part here with Lana and Ken where Lana... Ken is talking to Barnaby in the in the cabin. Mm-hmm. In the very next scene, he's in a completely different outfit talking to Lana. Mm-hmm. I think that scene's in the wrong order. I don't know if it's in the wrong order, but it's cut together wrong, continuity-wise. And then, th- did you see the kid who walks behind him? No. He's like some teenage kid just out of nowhere. He, I don't know why he's there. Is he just eating peppers or no, something? No, he's not eating peppers. He never shows up anywhere else. Obviously, he was like, uh, kid, walk behind him. Yeah. But then, did you see what Ken does when when he gets turned down? Mm-mm. He kicks rocks. <laughs> What an actor. Hey, you got to let it out, you know, so you kick rocks. So the flags on the chilies, did you see what they said? You ask me this. You know I don't because I don't look because I know you will. I say it over and over again. Is it words? I didn't pay any attention. (laughs) So one of them says Dixie's Little Red Chilies. Oh, so she breeds the chilies too and runs the chili contest and owns the pub where that hosts it and she thinks she's going to win. Well, she's... Well, she goes through people's mail. They they have a kind Mark, of- hypocrisy lives. <laughs> Nazis live. They run this village. The other flag is the better one. They are Liam's great balls of fire. Great balls of fire. <laughs> Those are hotter than a burnt bagel. They're eating dead Liam's peppers at this thing. Slap my thigh and call me Betty. They find out that Ken is not Ken. He's actually Nico Ak- Akabane. Yes. Right? Because Ken is 
a completely different person yes. studying at the University of Japan or Tokyo or whatever. And then they find out that Harlan isn't exactly what he says he is either. He's been fined and basically lost to the oil company and all that good stuff. Yep. But he's on the board of this organization and we see the other board members. And here's where I get to be a liar because I did look at this text. Yes. I read the names. Yep. Ted Addison, Alina Garland, Mateo Perez. And David Jones. David Jones. Who is the monkey on the board. Yes. The member of the monkeys is actually Davy Jones. Jones. Could have been whose locker is on the board. I went with monkey. David Jones is the answer. Yep. Ken says he's not a people person. He runs a major corporation and is a billionaire. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's a, I think he's a people person. He could be one of those really smart people who starts a company and then hires the people who deal with other people. Maybe. He does a good job of being awfully kind of shy and reserved. He does. And a little awkward. As opposed to Brian, who figures everything out and then becomes Sneaky McSneakerson. (laughs) He needs like a little mustache. So he's he's figured it out. He knows that his daughter's the killer now. He at least knows she's involved. And, and for some reason... He knocks Winter out. He knocks Winter out. How is that going to save her? And I love how he talks to the person inside the church and then is like, there's no one in the church. <laughs> there's nobody in there. I it don't is, know. It is fantastic acting as a person who is acting badly. Yeah, you should go look somewhere else. There's yeah. nobody in there. No, I looked. Nobody. No, not nobody. A, really? See what I said there? No one has ever gone in there. <laughs> ever, really. It's cold in there, though, like it's winter. Did I say that? There's nobody in there. No. So Dougie had figured out that he owned the land. Yeah, because he's a Harlan. And he figured out that he loved Lana. Yeah. And Lana loved him. Yeah. Because she gave him an ultimatum. What a horrible situation for Lana. She gives him an ultimatum and he disappears the next day. It must have been so painful for her. Absolutely. Because I do think she really cared about him. Yeah. But he'd had a fling with Harper. I, I don't think he was a really good guy. No. Plus his name was Dougie. So Harper. That's already sus. In the before the lipstick He doesn't time, show up in the third period to play. Wax. That's a hockey joke. Yeah. Wax him on the head with a, with a big rock. So that's her first kill. She kills four people. The last one on accident. Then she buries him under a fire pit. Yes. By Tobit's house. She is amazing. Like. She kills Danny with a weather vane. Yep. Liam with the water, with a rain meter spiky thing. Yeah. Which, in his face first. Oh, yeah. Like, she stabs him, like, 12 times in the face. Yeah. Then puts a spike in his neck. Maybe this, she's this John a, Wick. This is an awful way to kill somebody. What other ways could you kill people with recycling or climate change things? You could put them in one of those cardboard, cardboard compressors. See, that's a midsummer way to go. Or bury them in the compost pile. Oh, it's really hot in yeah. there, you know. In the compost pile. They'd could, have, oh, Fleur would make all sorts of jokes if she had to dig through the compost <laughs> pile. <laughs> I think they missed out there. Or even better, if you want to cover up your crimes, you could upcycle the body. Yes, like Frankenstein. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that new person in town? He has Tobit's feet, but Liam's head. (laughs) And clogs. Upcycling. (laughs) We've been upcycling our bodies. So there's the big reveal and the discussion and all this that happens in the church which has no Dixie in it. The last 15 minutes of this episode, Dixie is just not anywhere in the episode. But what about the irony of Aldo being killed by one of his own peppers? Yes, he's absolutely killed by one of his own peppers. So Harper spikes the peppers that are meant for Harlan. Yes. Which I don't think she could do, okay? Because they don't even have a full set of contestants. How does she know that's where Harlan is going to sit? She's a ninja. A pepper ninja. Pepper ninja. But then he dies from his own capsaicin poisoning. Yes. In spectacular fashion. Because I think she puts a little bit more into the pepper than he would have. I think so. He was just trying to I make think it hot. So. I think he was just trying to make it hot. So that's not too bad of a death. But a rock to the head, a, wind, a weather she, vane to the chest, and a rain meter to the face. There's no way that she could have killed Dougie with the way that she throws the rock at him at first. She either buried him alive or hit him again with a rock. (laughs) She is absolutely horrendous. 
Her heart's broken, Mark. It's first oh. love. Oh, okay. But all of that's fine. What we need to discuss in this scene is Nathaniel Park. Brian's face. <laughs> because she says... We've got a screenshot of it. ...that he is buried underneath the shack, and it almost looks like <laughs> Nathaniel Parker <laughs> is going, Oh, my God! <laughs> you know how when... You're about to laugh really, really hard, but you're in a situation where you really shouldn't. And the only thing you can do is cover your face to hide that you're laughing and let only your eyes show. That's the face that he makes the first time they show him. It the looks second like, time he's... It looks like he is laughing his ass off. The second time his eyes are teary, yep. he looks like he's covering his face because he's he is crying. He's a great actor, but that both... we that The first shot, though, when we, we saw both it, lost we it. We both lost it. Because <laughs> it looks like he's... like he. She says he's buried under the fire pit, and it looks like he's going... <laughs> I need to put... Oh, my God. Oh, my I, God. I need to put in the reel that face, and then... Did they just say an F-bus? Because <laughs> that's the face you yeah, make. exactly. Exactly. Like, oh. Then there's a stupid competition at the end of the episode that's useless, even though many people have died. Yeah. But they get those peppers right off the plant, so they can't be poisoned, right? No. Because needles don't go into peppers that are still on plants. This is so funny now it's super dumb. that the mass killer has been caught. And that she's a young woman who had her whole life ahead of her and is clearly very broken. And apparently a bad relationship with her mother because she was like, she's in the church doing what? Oh, no, that's not important. I'm going to keep drinking this hot sauce that's hotter than a bagel. This must, talking about after the credits, Yes. break Brian and Dixie. Yeah. So what does this village become? I don't know. It used to be an eco-village. Well, I think Ken and Lana take it over. Because I think Ken and Lana are a perfect couple. Yeah. Like, I know she is sus of him, as she should be. But once she finds out he's an eco-minded billionaire... She's going to warm to him. Oh, you think? <laughs> I think so, too. Maybe Harlan and Ginny get to hook up. I think so. He would support her foot fetish. He and he's would... probably better at taxidermy. Yep. He's from Texas, after all. Absolutely. <laughs> Slap my thighs and call me Ginny. What about Tobit? Well, Tobit knows now that he's living on haunted earth. <laughs> No, he'll probably just plant a tree. And thinking call it of Dougie. him and his bare feet on the camera. It's just, uh, uh, <laughs> he doesn't take uh, pictures with his toes. The only thing worse than bare feet is socks. <laughs> You're really not a foot person, are no. you? You're an anti-foot person. Not a foot person. Who's the best corpse? Danny, Liam, or Aldo? Danny's pretty good with that pig sticker in him. The I, weather sticker? Yep. The but, cock, cock sticker? <laughs> It's a weather vane with a chicken heart. <laughs> but I got to say, Aldo, because of the... I'm sorry. I found that funny. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't. You Cox just kept going. <laughs> You're like, oh, she's broken. I'm just going to plow through. I'm just going to keep talking. Just keep going. I'm just going to talk about Aldo. Aldo's death is good, but is yeah. he the best corpse? I'm going to give it to Danny. Okay. Because he's got to be impaled. He laying does. there in his non-beats with a weather vane in his chest. He did not roll his dexterity check either. He could have easily dodged that. But I think Liam and Aldo's deaths are better. Yeah. But their corpses are not better. Oh, that is a climate of death. We are now, for the third time, completely out of Midsummers. Yeah, again. As far as we know, there will be filming soon the next series. There's everything to indicate this. But no indication that it won't be released any earlier than next winter. No, and this will be season 25. It would not stun me if, if I was the last season. said this was the last yes, 25 season. years is a pretty good run. It's a pretty good run. People have been asking online why there's only four episodes, mostly because most of the of the shows are four episodes, right? Mm. Because they're 90 minutes long. They're yeah. movies. Yeah. They're making four movies in, I think, eight weeks is their schedule, which yeah. is insane. That's insane. That's really busy. So the next thing that we're going to do, we'll keep this nice and short. The next thing we're going to do is jump back into season one of Father Brown, where we left it, which is episode nine. The Mayor and the Magician. Yes. We'll finish season one of Father Brown 
And before we finish it, we'll tell you what we're going to do next. The last we haven't episode quite is decided the yet. Blue Cross. Yeah, we've got two more episodes of and season one take of Father us Brown to the twelfth of February. And I can confidently say that both of these Father Browns are good. They're fun. Neither of them is soul sucking like that one that we had to skip. Yes, they're fine. Yes, we're we'll have a good do- time with them. We're going to do uh, something after that. And then uh, March and April, we're going to, the split over those two months, we'll be taking a break then. Just a little break. We, well, three weeks, we got to take yeah. a break. So, But before then, lots of craziness to come. Yeah. Lots of maniac stuff to get through. Absolutely. All right. Until then. If you have any thoughts or comments on what we should cover next. Yeah. Or feel free what do them. you think Jenny said? Yes. Please tell us what you think Jenny said. Was it foot or hurt or (laughs) pie maniacs? Pie maniacs. Thanks for joining us on the Mystery Maniacs podcast. If you enjoyed our crazy podcast today, don't miss out on future episodes. Follow us on social media for updates, behind the scenes content, and exclusive sneak peeks. Subscribe, like, and share to spread the word. Bye, maniacs. See Really, really fear. Maybe she's Scandinavian. That's kind of what I'm wondering. I don't know. Ernge burnge really, really fear. <laughs> There's your outtake. There we go. <laughs> the Swedish chef. And now we're warmed up. <laughs>